This is Dan Myler, host of the longest-running Dynasty Fantasy Football podcast in the industry, the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Join me and my co-hosts, Ryan McDowell and Matt Price from DynastyLeagueFootball.com as we use 60-plus years of Dynasty experience to analyze news, walk through startup and team-building strategies, and highlight trade targets to keep you on top of your Dynasty League year-round. It's a different topic each week on the DLF Dynasty Podcast, but the common theme is always the same helping you build the ultimate dynasty roster. Join me, Dan Myler, along with Ryan McDowell and Matt Price, each week, year-round, for the DLF Dynasty Podcast. What's going down, everybody? Welcome back to the station. Welcome back to the channel. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray G. You can find me down below on Twitter, at RayGQ. For those of y'all that celebrate the holiday, Merry Christmas, you filthy animals. And for those of you who do not, happy holidays. Enjoy the time off. Enjoy Saturday night football today. But I decided to hit you with a little Christmas surprise and take you through our latest and final mock of 2021. Uh, This was our third or fourth mock for the month of December. And no, this is not the ADP part two episode of the show that will be coming to you live next week. I will let you know where our ADP data falls for uh, players 13 through 24 of all of the mocks that we've done from September through December. Very valuable information, but we're just going to take a look at where the good people, the patrons, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk, where they are valuing these players in our rookie mocks to give you sort of a look ahead. Check out what's coming in 2022. We're almost there. Rookie draft season is right around the corner, and you know we got you covered here on the channel. If it's your first time here, welcome. Make sure you engage with the good people below. And if you stick around to the end, find the content useful and or entertaining, make sure you hit the thumbs up button, subscribe. But let's jump into it after we roll the intro, baby. All right, here we go. Let's take a look at round one of this super flex 2022 rookie mock draft for dynasty fantasy football and see where the people were picking these damn players at and let's kick it off at 101 still no surprise matt corral holding down the top spot i think as we go through this pre-draft process there may be a shifting of these quarterbacks you know i i i talk about malik willis and Kenny Pickett, I love me some Kenny Pickett, and I do see the upside of Malik Willis, but for right now, for me personally, I agree with this. Matt Corral, 101, should be the number one pick in Superflex drafts. We'll see how the draft capital plays out, the pre-draft process, but Matt Corral, quarterback out of Ole Miss, going 101. And then at 102, a little bit of a shakeup. I know a lot of people are very high on Brees Hall and still have him rated as their RB1 in the 2022 class. So to see him come off of the board at 102 right here, a little bit of a shocker from what we've been seeing with Isaiah Spiller and sometimes even Kenneth Walker going as RB1. But in this mock draft, the Iowa State rusher coming off the board at 102. At 103, we've got Texas A&M's junior running back, Isaiah Spiller, who is our consensus, according to our ADP, RB1 in the 2022 class coming off at 103, followed by Kenneth Walker, the outstanding running back out of Michigan State, coming off of the board at 104. And I do believe these three running backs, if they get the draft capital that we anticipate, second, third round draft capital, 
you know, the second round is the new first round. The third round is the new second round. As long as you're getting that day two draft capital, you're solid. You're probably drafted to be the guy or at least have an opportunity to be the guy when minicamp and OTAs and training camp rolls around. I feel very comfortable taking one of Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, or Kenneth Walker, given the draft capital. I'm seeing a lot of people, a lot of people in the know, like Dane Brugler talking about if there is a running back with first-round potential – it's Kenneth Walker, and he's coming off of the board at 104 here, so could be a little bit of a value steal uh, inside that top five, grabbing Kenneth Walker from Michigan State if he, in fact, does get the first-round draft capital. Not sure we see a running back picked in the round one this year. Let's not forget in 2020, J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, Clyde Edwards, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, all coming off the board in round two. Again, round two is the new round one. The one round one running back in 2020, uh, Clyde edwards Lair, not panning out the way that we all thought. Love these three running backs coming off of the board after Matt Corral, even though I have an affinity for Traylon Burks. Y'all all know that. At 105, we've got Kenny Pickett, the outstanding uh, quarterback from Pittsburgh. He will be in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. Get a chance to see Kenny Pickett up close. Heisman Trophy finalist. Again, I continue to say it. It's something about Kenny Pickett that I just feel like is going to work at the next level. We're seeing landing spots like the Denver Broncos, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Carolina Panthers. If he lands in any of those spots, I think there's a real possibility Kenny Pickett is the first quarterback off of the board. I, I started some preliminary film evaluation on him, and you go watch the game versus Tennessee and SEC matchup, and you see mobility, you see arm strength, touch, accuracy. Kenny Pickett really liked the direction in which his stock is trending. Coming off the board at 106, 107, 108, and 109, we see a run on wide receivers. And the funny thing is, this is exactly the, the top four wide receivers that I have in my rankings. Order a little bit shifted, but let's take a look. we got Traylon Burks, the big wide receiver out of Arkansas. Compare him to a mix of uh, Josh Gordon. I'm seeing Andre Johnson, DK Metcalf. Traylon Burks is an absolute stud. First wide receiver off of the board, and according to our ADP, he is wide receiver one. Coming off at 106, 107, the high-flying Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State at 107. Fantastic prospect, outstanding body control, contested catch maven, can do it all. Route running savant, he's a fantastic wide receiver prospect. I love me some Garrett Wilson, followed by big drizzy Drake London at 108. The outstanding Mike Evans, Brandon Marshall, Vincent Jackson type wide receiver out of USC. All of all reports, you know, he's going to be fine for training camp with that ankle fracture. And at 109, Jamison Williams. And I'm just going to say, I, I will not be the least bit shocked if he comes off of the board inside the top 10 as wide receiver one in the NFL draft. He is going to run sub 4-4. He is more than just a blazer. He's got return capability. He's a mix between Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy. I, I think he's the best parts of Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy. And there's a good chance for me, J-Mo moves up ahead of potentially uh, a Drake Lunder or Garrett Wilson. He's that talented of a wide receiver. Um, I'm not concerned about the one-year breakout. Uh, everything that I, I need to see from J-Mo, he's put on tape this season, week in and week out. Fantastic wide receiver prospect. Rounding out the final three spots in the first round, we go back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back quarterbacks and another fall. We talked about this in the ADP, uh, Malik Willis falling. And um, at this point, he's falling a little too far for my taste. If you're getting Malik Willis here at the 112 spot at the back of the first round as a championship team, I I'd be ecstatic, jumping for joy. At 110, we've got Sam Howell out of North Carolina, 111 Carson Strong from Nevada, 
and 112, Malik Willis. So back-to-back-to-back quarterbacks. Uh, all three, I, I believe Sam Howell will be at the Senior Bowl. I believe he is, I think. I know Carson Strong, Malik Willis, and Kenny Pickett will be attending the Senior Bowl, so it's going to be a good chance to see all three of these guys uh, you know, participate and compete against one another. Of these, uh, Malik Willis, the most talented rusher, Sam Howell right behind them. Carson Strong, I believe he's got the best arm in the entire class. And Jim Nagy, who runs the Senior Bowl, tweeted out that all medical questions surrounding Carson Strong's knee – um, NFL execs or NFL medical staffs have already said it's not a degenerative issue. It shouldn't be a long-term problem. So Carson Strong, I, I've been saying this, check the receipts in September. We had the QB1 wrong, but I said if there were a quarterback to push Spencer Rattler at the time for QB1 in this class, it would be Carson Strong. And I'm not going to be surprised if he gets first-round draft capital. When you're looking at these quarterbacks in Superflex, right, you don't want to let these guys fall. If I had to put my money on it now and sort of mortgage and say this is what I believe is going to happen, I think that we're going to see Matt Corral, Kenny Pickett, Carson Strong, and Malik Willis. Those are my four first-round locks at the quarterback position, supply and demand. NFL teams got to find an upgrade for some of the players that they have at the position right now, and they're going to take a shot on these four outside chance a player like Desmond Ritter or Sam Howell slides into that first round. So there you go. Uh, first round of our second, this was like the second to last rookie mock in December. I didn't do the final one. Uh, I thought this one was a little more intriguing, especially when you see the players that are left in round two. So let's get to it right now. Round two, kicking off the start of round two at 201, you've got Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State, followed by David Bell, wide receiver out of Purdue, falling just a little bit for me, still inside my top five, but I have moved Jamison Williams ahead of David Bell in my personal rankings. And at 203, George Pickens, the big wide receiver out of Georgia. We saw him get back on the field. Looks to be just fine after that ACL injury. Some of these injuries, man, they're just not what they used to be in the past. They're not as damning and, and just, you know, nailing the coffin as they once used to be. So we see three wide receivers off of the board to start the second round. And then at 204, a running back prospect that I really like. And a lot of people that I love and pay attention to and follow their advice, they also are high on UCLA's running back, Zach Charbonnet. Still have not seen if he's officially declared for the 2022 NFL draft, but if he does, uh, he slots right in there as RB4, RB5 in the class for me personally. And that's where he's valued right here as RB4 off of the board. We've got Jahan Dotson coming off the board at 205. Love that pick. Great value for another wide receiver that can get first-round draft capital. You're looking at Olave. I believe he's going to be a first- or second-round pick. George Pickens, first- or second-round pick. Jahan Dotson, first- or second-round pick. David Bell still waiting to see what's going to happen with that. I think his athletic testing numbers are going to play a huge role in that. At 106, this was by far the worst pick in this mock. Anaya Smith. I love the dual-threat capability, running the ball, catching the ball. But if I've learned anything from this NFL season is those players are so hard to project at the NFL level. These sort of do-it-all Swiss Army knife types, we see how difficult it is for LaVisca Chenault from the 2020 class to get on the field and produce consistently. Rondell Moore, even though he got you know top 55 draft capital, they still don't know how to utilize him in that Arizona offense. And Anaya Smith is another one of those wide receivers, converted running backs, that I think may find a may find it hard to find a role at the next level. He may struggle to find a role at the next level. There's no way in hell I would take Anaya Smith in the second round, and I'm damn sure not taking him over some of the other players that went behind him. At 207, Desmond Ritter, a lot of steam building for him to get first-round draft capital. 
A lot of it's going to fall on what happens next week versus Alabama. If Desmond Ritter shows well versus that defense, they don't have to win. If he shows well, I think he will equip himself to potentially get late first-round draft capital in the NFL draft. And if that's the case, uh, you can't let a quarterback with first-round draft capital fall to 207. At 208, coming in at RB5, Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. Best pass blocking back in this class. Uh, he's, a, he's a bit undersized, but he can do it all. Run the ball, catch the ball. A little bit of Austin Eckler in his game. I like Kyron Williams out of Notre Dame. At 209, a little too early for my taste to be tapping in the tight end pool. Would not be selecting Jalen Weidermeyer. Right now, he's still holding on by a thread to the TE1 role for me, the TE1 spot for me. I think players like Isaiah Likely or Trey McBride could easily jump, jump him during the pre-draft process and be selected as the first tight end off of the board. I'm not taking Jalen Weidemeyer, a tight end at 209 outside of tight end premium leagues. Can't do it. Don't even know if he's for sure the tight end one in this 2022 class. At 210. He continues to slip, fall. We're actually going to talk about him on a film session in the next couple of weeks with the squad, patreon.com forward slash prospect talk. We're going to talk a little bit about Rashad White, the running back out of Arizona State, coming off of the board at 210. He's got the size and catch the ball. He's the one that made Deon uh, Chip Trainium transfer out and is going to go play linebacker now at Ohio State, apparently. Uh, Rashad White, probably going to be one of those day three picks, early day three, that could find a role, make a 53, somebody you want to invest in in Dynasty Fantasy Football. At 211, Wondell Robinson going a little bit lower for me. I'd take Wondell over Anaya Smith any day of the week. I'd take him over Jalen Weidermeyer. Uh, Wondell Robinson, it, he does some of the similar things as a Rondell Moore, but I've seen him be more productive as an outside wide receiver. He's a lot bigger than Anaya Smith and Rondell Moore. I'm in on Wondell Robinson, especially here at the 211 spot. Not a bad place to grab the dynamic wide receiver out of Kentucky. And rounding out the second round, we've got Brian Robinson Jr. out of Alabama. Death taxes in Alabama having a running back go to the NFL and somehow get carries, whether that's Bo Scarborough, Damian Harris, uh, Mark Ingram, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, I mean, Trent Richardson. If you play running back at Alabama, chances are you're going to get an opportunity to play in the NFL. And Brian Robinson here. We'll see how he tests. I'm not the biggest fan of him. He's a two-down grinder. He's not very explosive. He's a powerful physical running back. Kind of reminds me of in that Zach Moss type role. And Zach Moss is even a better pass catcher than Brian Robinson. But at the 212 spot, beggars can't be choosers. There goes your second round. Chris Olave, David Bell, George Pickens, Zach Charbonnet, Jahan Dotson, Anaya Smith, Desmond Ritter, Kyron Williams, Jalen Weidermeyer, Rashad White, Wandell Robinson and Brian Robinson. That rounds out round two. And from if you learn anything from the first two rounds of this mock, you definitely want to have a first round pick and you want to have a, a, a top to mid second round pick because after that, if we switch some of those people around, you put Rashad White in place of, uh, you know, uh, Anaya Smith, you get, you know, Wandell Robinson ahead of Jalen Weidermeyer. Gets a little gross after that, even though I think there are a couple of gems that I'm about to show you in round three of this mock that can really push themselves forward with a good pre-draft process. Check it out. NFL football is finally back, baby. And there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find Cowboys tickets or Rams tickets or Cardinals tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, -I -I is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NFL tickets. 
don't believe it, if you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in, in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas, or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are. So round three at 301, Justin Ross, the wide receiver out of Clemson. A lot of people kind of fell off of Ross. He had the neck injury, spinal cord injury. He played the entire season and played well. I think this is a good spot for Ross, and I can actually see him rising up throughout the pre-draft process. At 302, Hassan Haskins, running back in Michigan. A game or two left to continue to improve his draft stock. He will be in Mobile for the Senior Bowl. I like Haskins. He's a solid depth piece, probably going to be a backup type running back in the NFL that if called into duty, could give you some serviceable weeks. Uh, I like Hassan Haskins. I don't think he's some elite type starter but a good depth piece in Dynasty, especially if you have taxi squad spots. Isaiah Likely coming off of the board here. Coastal Carolina tight end, super athletic. Uh, wouldn't shock me if he's tight end one in this class. Got to let the pre-draft process uh, play out. James Cook at 304. Love James Cook. After we talk about um, uh, Rashad White, we got Tyler Algier, and we're going to take a look at James Cook with the squad members doing a deep dive into his film. Really like his dual threat capability. He's got the name cachet. I do think James Cook has a chance to get into day two draft capital because of his do-it-all skill set, especially with Georgia having potentially two more games to put film on wax, like what James Cook is doing. 305, another tight end, Jaleel Billingsley, tight end out of Alabama. Athletic. Return damn kicks as a tight end. We're going to see what happens. If he declares, if he gets the draft capital, maybe he matters. Still a little too early for my taste to take a tight end outside of tight end premium. At 306, I don't even know if Eric Gray has declared, so we're going to skip that. I mean, he's eligible. Don't know if he's declared. What a fall off from Grace. One of my sophomore superstar sensation risers. Uh, transferred to Oklahoma. I thought he was going to ball out, and he could not usurp Kennedy Brooks. I'm kind of out on Eric Gray, unfortunately. At 307, the guy who could potentially be tight end one, Trey McBride out of Colorado State. Just incredible tight end. The production that he had, the receptions, the yards, you just don't see collegiate tight ends used that way. Love what I'm seeing out of Trey McBride, and he's going off of the board as tight end four here. Jalen Watermeyer went mid-second. You can get Trey McBride at mid-third. It's a good spot. Potentially get TE1 in this 2022 class. At 308, Tyler Algier, the running back out of BYU, fantastic bowl game, three touchdowns, over 150 rushing yards. I think he's going to be somebody that if he tests moderately well, early day three draft capital, another one of those running backs, if he makes an active 53, could be a useful backup piece in the NFL. Jalen Tolbert out of South Alabama. Good to see some Jalen Tolbert love. I love the big boy wide receiver. He'll be at the Senior Bowl. Pre-draft process is going to be really important for the South Alabama wide receiver. He's consistent. He's big. He's dynamic. I want to see him compete with some Power 5 school uh, you know, people at the Senior Bowl, see how he performs versus them. I like Jalen Tolbert. And we're going to round out this with Zamir White at 310, Sky Moore from Western Michigan at 311, and Jerrion Ely at 312. Don't know if Ely's even going to play football. He's really good at baseball, so we still need to figure out if he's going to try to pursue the NFL or MLB. I'm telling you right now, if Jerry on Ely says, I'm committing to, to football, I want to go to the NFL, that's that's my passion, leaving baseball aside, uh, he won't be going at 312. He's a very, very dynamic, capable back between the tackles and in the passing game. Uh, I'd bump... Uh, 
Jerry on Ely probably be in the second round somewhere for me, or at least the top of the third. Sky Moore, having not dug a lot into Sky Moore, so I can't tell you a lot about it. Just looking at it just tells me I'd rather have something else. I'd rather not be picking in the late third round uh, of the 2022 draft class. So if I can flip this third round pick for maybe a second rounder in 2023, a second rounder in 2024, uh, you can have all the sky more you want. I'll pass and take some future draft capital. So again, uh, let's go through that first round. Love the first round. Matt Corral, Brees Hall, Isaiah Spiller, Kenneth Walker, Kenny Pickett, Traylon Burks, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, Jamison Williams, Sam Howell, Carson Strong, and Malik Willis in round one. Round two, Chris Olave, David Bell, George Pickens, Zach Charbonnet, Jahan Dotson, Anaya Smith, Desmond Ritter, Kyron Williams, Jalen Watermeyer, Rashad White, Wondell Robinson, and Brian Robinson Jr. And we just went through that third round, highlighted by Justin Ross. Love me some Tyler Algier at 308. Zamir White at 310. Zeus has just not panned out. I think James Cook is the better NFL prospect of those running backs. Uh, and we saw James Cook come off of the board at 304, and I cannot wait to dive into that film with the good people of the Prospect Talk, the Prospect Talk patrons. I appreciate y'all tapping in. Give me a little bit of your time on this Christmas morning. I hope you all enjoy your day with your family, your friends. You enjoy the NFL tonight. I hope COVID has not wrecked your fantasy teams too much, and I promise you Jordan and I have some great stuff coming to you on this channel in 2022. A hint, we may be waking up with you on this channel Every single day, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. Central Time, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, talking fantasy, talking dynasty, talking a little prop bets, maybe coming to this channel, and we cannot wait to announce that here in the coming days. I appreciate y'all tapping in. If you found the content entertaining, actionable, or you just like rocking with your boy GQ, hit the thumbs up button, subscribe, like the content, and most importantly, engage with the good people below. But y'all have a great day, you filthy animals, and Merry Christmas. I'm out. Peace.